Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately, only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real, or why suffering exists, or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. Hola amiga, welcome back. It's episode four of Amiga Arise. I just want to say thank you to all of you who have been listening since episode one in my launch last week. I'm so grateful for all your feedback and comments and sharing and reposting. I have been overwhelmed with gratitude um, for this journey. As I shared, I don't take it lightly sharing my story this publicly. It was a part of my journey to start this podcast and the pain I lived through in my childhood has really marked my life and I decided to share it with you all and of course like any other human being was apprehensive at many times during the process and thought you know maybe I'm doing this for selfish reasons like maybe god did I hear you correctly I need to step away step back um I don't think I can do this so just hearing the positive feedback you all had for me um, just really gave me confirmation that God led me to this and that this story, my story, can serve others. And again, just that was the intention and the heartbeat behind this podcast. So thank you again and let's get right back into it. Last episode, I left you with some food for thought and some four practical ways to operate out of a place of peace once you have decided to live out of a place of truth of who you are completely loved and completely safe um, whether you whether or not you are ready to accept God's grace and love at this moment but where you are physically in this world in this time in this moment that you are 100% loved as you are and 100% safe as you are unless Obviously, there's a caveat that you're living in an unsafe place, in an unsafe relationship. Then, of course, then you're operating out of a true place of need for survival and and intervention. So, friend, if that is you I or someone you know, I would encourage you or that person to reach out for some extra support and help to, you know, get out of that place of uh, daily fear that might be physically threatening um, at all times. But that's the exception for all my other listeners who are living under a roof and are safe and are healthy um, within the given guidelines of, of your health. Then this episode is for you, as was the last episode, asking you to step into a place of function, functioning out of peace, speaking the truth about how you are truly loved and safe and 
And then our behavior changes because of that. Our coping skill changes, right? We're able to be free in our expression, more accepting, more loving, more joyful, more vulnerable, etc. The list can go on. And hence, enriching our relationships and our engagement in the world and doing more, not just for ourselves, for others, because we're operating out of that place. But I did end on the note of if you're not there yet, if you're not ready, if you're just beginning to question and wonder, am I operating out of a, a, a place of peace? Um, do I need some extra help and support? I asked that maybe you take five minutes in the first thing in the morning and the last five minutes before going to bed to practice some mindfulness, maybe some journaling or some artwork, some just one way of looking inward. And then I was left with the thought, hmm, maybe <laughs> not everyone knows exactly what mindfulness is and where to begin with that as well, right? I just, I knew I was going to have to come back on and give a little bit more detail and clarity. There are so many apps and so many resources and so much information out in our world and the palm of our hands, which is great, but sometimes even that can be overwhelming and seem like a task we're, we're not capable of, which is completely incorrect and we're all capable of functioning out of a place of health, as I had mentioned, and rewire our brains to create different pathways. But it is a little more challenging to create change and to go in the direction of change because our brain wants to repeat the same patterns we're already accustomed to. Creating a new pathway, a new neuro pathway, is literally more physically exhausting on the mind right because we've had to create a new way in our brain i just wanted to give you a quick little summary and definitions of the of what mindfulness is what the difference between mindfulness is meditation and prayer you know all of us i think can can come at it and think they're all similar the same give us the same outcome yes and no a lot of them do bleed into one another, but I wanted to give you a little bit more clarity so you can get a feel for maybe starting one way, entering, depending on where you're at in your journey. So the definition of mindfulness, and I got this from a resource that I use very often, thetherapistaid.com, and I will post all the resources that I'm using in today's episode in the show notes. So if you want to take a look and and do some more research yourself, please feel free and I encourage it as you begin your journey and or continue your journey depending on where you're at. Mindfulness is a state of non-judgmental awareness of what's happening in a present moment, including the awareness and acceptance of one's own thoughts, feelings, and senses. Mindfulness is exactly that, just becoming aware and being non-judgmental of the present moment and that can mean your thoughts that can mean your feelings or even your sensations and this is something that i've used in therapy sessions and group sessions and for myself on a regular basis it's just becoming mindful enough to realize and recognize what's happening just as i had mentioned in the previous episode operating from a place of peace requires me to be mindful enough to know when I'm being triggered 
it doesn't happen just and you know because I say so or you know I I click my fingers and it happens it's something that I had to practice and become aware of so one of the great tools and resources that we have for that is can be meditation but mindfulness can be a little bit more non-technical so to speak it's a little more loose it's paying attention to your breathing it's taking um, counted breaths you know a four inhale four uh, um, exhale paying attention doing a quick little body scan you know from the tip of your head to the tip of your toes just being mindful enough to focus on like okay that how, how does my head feel and my cheeks feel and my jaw feel and uh, the neck my shoulders are they you know I, do I feel tension is there something in my back and my thighs my calves the soles of my feet right but obviously I'm labeling and naming these out super quick this is an exercise that can be done and elongated it could be a two-minute practice it can be a five-minute practice it can be a half an hour to an hour practice the more you do it the longer you're able to stay mindful and aware of each component of your body and of course studies have proven that the more we go inward the healthier outcomes we have right and so this is a directly related to what I've been speaking to in the last few episodes when we go inward we can go outward into the world we can if we go inward to change we can go outward to change so some of the benefits that are just listed and you can look these up in a lot of different articles and different sources but right mindfulness helps reduce the symptoms of anxiety and depression greater satisfaction in relationships outward and self I would I would add to that improved memory focus and mental capacity for processing um, reduces rumination which is just the repetition of the same thoughts really (laughs) over and over and or a problem repeated in your head in many different scenarios and it also creates improved ability to adapt to like stressful situations because you can be mindful of the experience you're having and take a moment to process and move forward. And lastly, one of the benefits, there's so many that I want to touch on, is just the ability to manage emotions. And that, friends, I think is a huge one and a great one and a great tool and asset to have in any situation, right? We are all capable of being placed in in a scenario where emotions can be heightened. And if we can be mindful enough (laughs) to take a breath, to stop, walk away from the situation if needed and or regulated enough to really respond to a heightened emotional state to maybe even regulate someone else that is a huge um, benefit in in life that we can have now another great practice that i use for mindfulness is gratitude i use this first thing in the morning and the last thing i do at night this is something that i learned um or took into practice after reading Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Um, Some of you may have heard of him. He's a great podcaster and writer and um, lived as a monk for three years and decided to come back into the world and and use his teachings to help others. And I started to read this book right when I was really digging into my own faith journey um, and becoming a Christian. 
and I didn't shy away from him or his book just because it said think like a monk um I often tell a lot of my friends and part of my story is like a monk or a Buddhist helped me become a better Christian in my life and I think that that has volumes of insight just because he was teaching me how to think like a monk quote unquote really meant how to just practice mindfulness and meditation and um, awareness instead of using some other scriptures from other um, religions to meditate I use biblical scriptures and biblical teachings to help improve my own mental state of mind but okay I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I just wanted to pay tribute to Jay Shetty in terms of the practice, the morning practice and evening practice that I've now adopted and I would like to share with you. And so the first thing I do when I wake up now is I don't turn on my phone or I don't look to my phone and I don't look at any social media apps for at least two to three hours, sometimes even longer. It just Now it just gets longer and longer as the days have progressed, but But the first few minutes that I'm in my bed when I wake up, I just take a deep breath and start to give gratitude to God. You know, I'm just so grateful for and start to make a list of what I'm grateful for that day. And sometimes it's the same thing every day for a week or a month, but sometimes I'm just in awe of the shelter and provision that God has provided. I'm, you know, and so I just kind of stay there and really stay focused on the on the gratitude I have for for those things and again I do the same thing for my night routine I don't look at any social media apps for the last at least two hours of my day and sometimes longer like I said because I've gotten so much more accustomed to not logging into social media apps um, because that was a distraction for me was bringing me a lot of unhealthy thought processes and disrupting my mental health completely. That can be a whole nother episode and I can let you guys know how I got to this place. And maybe some of you are already really good at not looking at social media and that's great, but maybe you're checking other apps and emails and work and I don't know, we can all improve on some sort of level of increased mindfulness or gratitude as I like to practice in the mornings and at night. So that is my way of incorporating mindfulness just first few minutes and last few minutes before going to bed. Now you might be asking what is the definition of meditation or what's the difference between mindfulness and meditation. Meditation is a practice where an individual uses a technique such as mindfulness, right, which we just talked about, or focusing the mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train attention and awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and stable state. So meditation is the act of calming the mind and trying to be mentally clear. This is a whole nother practice, um, again, that includes mindfulness, but the objective is to be mentally clear and emotionally calm. And so this practice, I would best recommend using some sort of app or YouTube video to help you get into that place of, of clear, of clear, clear mind and calm emotions. I used the calm app for a very long time. I don't use it as much anymore. Um, but that's something I 
included in my practice um, in my mornings and at, and at nights when I was trying to restructure my days and my thoughts and bring in some extra support while I was in this healing faith journey um, with God. And so part of that was just first thing in the morning after expressing my gratitude straight into a meditation practice. It started off with five minutes, then I was able to do 10 minutes, and sometimes I was able to do 20, 30 minutes, just depending on what the day looked like. And it doesn't mean like my mind went blank. That's not really what meditation is intended to. It's just to to be able to be like, okay, this is a thought that's coming in, and how can I just put it aside and be emotionally and mentally okay with that thought just being there? If it was a thought of anxiety, a thought of finances, a thought of, I don't know what I'm going to eat today, right? Like all the things that can potentially come in through your um, head at any given moment. But in that 15, 10, 20, 30 minutes that you're doing the meditation, you're able to mindfully accept those things and just let them be there um, and come to a clear mind as much as possible. I don't think I had ever conquered it in meditation. I don't know if that's something that's even possible, but I just encourage this as a means to begin that self-awareness process for yourself. What are some things that are coming up for you on a daily basis when you are entering this mindfulness practice slash maybe moving into meditation? And what are some things that are just really um becoming apparent to you that may need some extra attention outside of those moments of mindfulness and meditation who can you go to to reach out for some extra support and or maybe intervention like I had mentioned maybe it's time to seek out a therapist a coach a mentor a pastor and say I'm really struggling with the thoughts of blank for me now meditation and mindfulness has really converted over to my faith walk and prayer life with god right and so prayer as described in a website that i'll i'll um, also link in the show notes is praise thanksgiving confession supplication and intercession to god right and the way it's described is prayer is a way to renew the spiritual life or a way to renewal and spiritual life, any however way you want to look at that. So for me, I now use scripture to meditate on scripture, certain scriptures that, that speak life over me, that speak truth over me. Um, as I had mentioned, a scripture that I meditate over a lot is in Philippians I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and that's just one of the scriptures there's so many and sometimes different scriptures stand out to me depending on what I'm reading for the day so reading the Bible on a daily basis for at least at bare minimum five to ten minutes but if I can get 20 30 40 minutes of scripture reading some you know that's how god speaks to me and highlights certain words and scriptures that then i use to meditate on so my practice is to wake up be in gratitude while in my bed get up get a cup of coffee open up my bible 
be in the word, allow the words of God to speak to me directly and how it, it's impacting my present life, my past life, and my future. And, and then I use those words to sit in the sun for a couple minutes and just meditate on that. If you're able to do this outdoors, even mindfulness and meditation, the sensations of the wind, the sound that the leaves make, the leaves make when winds passing by the birds all those things are impactful and important to our well-being so i'm throwing a lot at you <laughs> but this is just what um has really helped reshape and restructure my days because i have given time and attention to the internal world that is inside of me and i had to do that doing these things and practicing mindfulness and meditation and and prayer and scriptural readings um and and this might look different for you and depending on where you're at in your in your life one i remember right before the pandemic hit i must have been watching something on instagram yes because tiktok wasn't a big thing before the pandemic at least not in my eyes but um i was watching some like mindfulness coach or something and he had mentioned he started his day with three m's mindfulness movement and motivation or slash mindset and he's like i don't care if it takes you two minutes or 20 minutes to do this like if you have you know a whole hour do whatever you can with with what you have and he's like the first thing is practice some sort of mindfulness so whether that's a breathing exercise meditation prayer you know he had he had mentioned that and then movement he's like move your body stretch yoga do a workout whatever feels good for your body and then third he's like end it with some sort of motivational information that you're consuming that's going to shift your mindset for the day and I was like wow this is gold you know um so I started to do that in the very um what's the word just kind of nonchalant way but now I, I try to do that in, in my daily practice of my mindfulness, just reading and prayer with God and some sort of movement, whether it be yoga or sometimes I can go out, um, go on a workout, do a workout, go on a walk, just depending on how my body is feeling. And the motivational stuff, sometimes it's scripture and sometimes I have devotionals that I'm reading or different books that I'm just including supplementing with my growth journey so it just depends on on what that is for the day it might even be a motivational video or something someone sent me that relates to a reading i'm doing it could be many different things that's what i wanted to talk about talk about with you today um since i had left an open-ended kind of assignment for you to to look inwardly for yourselves. And then I was like, hmm, I think I need to explain that a little further. <laughs> and I hope this gave a little more clarity as to what that can look like and be like for you. But I do want to leave you with some questions as to if this is something that you think would be beneficial to you. And maybe I should have started with this in the beginning, but you may be wondering now, like, hmm, do I really need to do all this stuff, Priscilla? Like, this sounds like 
extra. <laughs> and it may sound that way. Um, but I, I just encourage it because if you're doing the same thing every single day and it's not improving your well-being, then maybe you should ask yourself, hmm, is what I'm doing work actually working, right? The definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing over and over and expecting different results. So if you haven't tried something different, um, and you might just be in that cycle of insanity. <laughs> Here are some questions I want to leave you with to think about if this is a next step for you. How do you know if you need to start your morning differently or maybe even your night differently, right? Are you waking up stressed and anxious every day? Are you worried about the long list you have to do? Um, are you losing sleep over it? Are you tossing and turning at night? Are you checking social media apps or news um, apps, even work emails? Right before going to bed, the first thing you do when you wake up, what are the things you're most, what are the things you're paying attention to? What are the first thoughts that come to your mind when you wake up? Are they peaceful or are they distractive, intrusive, invasive, and unhealthy, unproductive to get your day started? Are they, are your first thoughts encouraging you or are they bringing you down and and bumming you out. Those are just a few questions to think over, um, ruminate over, maybe even meditate over to wonder if you can use a different pace, a different start, and a different end to your day. So I know that's a lot, but I believe in you and I believe that you are capable of looking inwardly and addressing these questions to see what are some outwardly expressions that you can have after addressing them. So thank you so much for tuning in. I am excited to hear what you thought about this episode and how it may have helped you in some way, shape or form to take a next step. And I'm here for you um, along the way. So until next time, I'll see you later, amiga. Amiga, that's a wrap for today. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, brought you some clarity, or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.